Welcome back to Tiger Talk tonight here on 97.5 FM KNMO. Mike Harbin back with you on this Wednesday night. Thank you for joining us. Of course, you're listening to the podcast. Some of the information may be a little bit outdated because it airs since you listen to it on demand. But here on this Wednesday night, we're going to talk with Nevada Lady Tiger Head basketball coach Blake Howarth in our first segment, of course, coming off a 2-0 week with a win in their final game of the Carl Junction Classic last week over Parkview, 46-14, and then got a nice win on the road last night at Pittsburgh, knocking out the Lady Dragons 55 to. 24. So, uh, Blake, I think your spirits are probably a little more uplifted than what they were when we saw you a week ago. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, we, we, uh, we, we've taken some time from last week and, and really took a look in the mirror and, and uh, broke down some film of things that we could get better on. And uh, you could see a, a small improvement last night in the Pittsburgh game from uh, the CJ tournament last week. And, you know, our girls have done a great job coming in with the right attitude and right mindset and, and uh, being very coachable and working hard. And, uh, you know, it, it's good to see us taking, even if it's baby steps, in the right direction. Well, we'll start with the Parkview game. We'll break down these last two games, and we'll look ahead as usual. But uh, started with the Parkview game, fifth-place game uh, last Thursday afternoon at Carl Junction, 46-14 to win. Again, we all know Parkview was very – undermanned yeah. uh, with a big injury that they had and uh, another player uh, the younger sister also not suited out to play but uh, I think as far as when you look uh, at yourself it gave you an opportunity to get some confidence and look like you did that yeah um, I, I think you know obviously the Parkview team was undermanned uh, you said that and with both Madison sisters being out one due to an injury uh, and the other one was just not able to uh, play at all that week um, and so they were uh, undermanned but they, they had a lot of inexperienced players on the floor uh, you know and that could go two ways for us we could come out and play the way we did or we could have came out and played their style and then been in a dogfight or you know even uh, more discouraged to finish out the week but uh, our girls did a great job of coming out and, and taking care of the basketball. Uh, the first couple shots we, we put up there, uh, you know, they did doink off the rim or off the backboard. And so uh, it took us a little bit in that first quarter to get going. But once we did, uh, our girls did a great job of, of getting their feet set, getting in, in uh, sync, um, catch and shoot and, and letting it fly and, and saw a couple go in and definitely been able to uh, pick up that confidence from that game through the practices, and then last night for sure. Well, no matter what the who the opponent is, you still have to make your own shots. Yep. And 12 threes, 36 of your 46 points coming from beyond the arc. Uh, obviously, uh, had a good shooting night. Yeah, and, you know, that that was nice for us once again after the the Monday and Tuesday that we had. Uh, you know, we, we definitely struggled coming off the Thanksgiving break. Um, and so our girls uh, did a great job of, of not getting so discouraged that they're not even going to shoot. Uh, we definitely let it fly and continue to let it fly uh, throughout the week. And, and we finally started letting uh, some of those go in. So uh, we got the lid off the basket. But uh, our girls, once again, did a great job of, of uh, coming out and, and playing playing Lady Tiger basketball and being able to, to uh, share the basketball. You know, we, we passed it around pretty well uh, Thursday night, and some of those girls that needed extra confidence had the opportunity to get some on Thursday. Well, we know Claire Swearingen is going to get the double figures, but you had two others who did that, and uh, Lucy Swearingen with 12, Lake and Applegate at 12. And uh, 
that seems to have kind of springboarded them a little bit. Yeah, and you know, we, we've been talking about trying to find that second and third uh, leading scorer for us, so that way uh, we can kind of start making up some ground from uh, the two that we graduated in the past. And so, uh, seeing Lucy, Lucy has so much potential to score. Uh, you know, there's going to be times where she's on the floor and, and she's going to make some freshman mistakes, but uh, her shooting ability is what's keeping her out there, uh, and her scoring ability is going to keep her out there. Uh, she does a great job. You know, the thing with her is she might miss five or six and she's still going to let seven, eight, and nine fly. Uh, and so sometimes, you know, we could shoot ourselves out of games. Uh, Thursday night wasn't the case. She was able to put a couple in and build that confidence. But, uh, you know, we can't always settle on that. We got to be able to still get downhill and create. Um, and Lucy does a good job. Lucy's got a very quick first step. And once she understands how quick she really is and uses that, that's just going to excel us even more. Um, and then, you know, Lakin, she got in double figures. Uh, Lakin, she's a, a definitely a streaky shooter. Uh, you know, she could hit two or three and get hot her, uh, early and, and quickly. Um, and then, you know, there's some times when shooters, they miss two or three and they don't want to pull the trigger at all from there. So. Uh, what Lakin's done a great job of is she's continued to play uh, defense. Uh, you know, she's came in with the right mindset this year of, of getting it done on the defensive end. And it's hard to take Lakin off the floor if she's not scoring because how well she is playing on the defensive end. So super proud of her for that effort uh, and super proud of, of those girls for stepping up Thursday and, and contributing in the way that they're capable of. Well, I moved you to uh, a game on the road last night uh, as part of the first girl-boy doubleheader of the season. Last night I went to Pittsburgh to take on Lady Dragons uh, again, a program that's trying to rebuild itself. They've struggled two wins last year, twenty-two and nineteen. Uh, dropped a ten-point decision to Joplin and a low-scoring affair last Friday. Uh, last night, fifty-five twenty-four, Nevada picks up the victory. Again, a game that kind of started off slow, uh, but when she kind of got the wheels underneath and uh, really got things going, especially Clara Swearingen, 29 points, uh, season high, 22 of those in the first half. It really jump-started you. Yeah, and not only that, but I think she had maybe the first eight or ten points. Of the first ten, yeah. Yeah, of the quarter, Mike. And so um, for her to come out and, and get that confidence, and the thing that I love, though, they weren't all three-pointers. Uh, you know, there was a couple layups. Her aggressiveness on defense is what stood out to me. Yeah, obviously we know Clara's a scorer. She can shoot the ball really well. Uh, but she's been in different roles the last couple of years. And so the way that she flew around, she had, I think, two or three steals there in that first quarter, too. And so uh, seeing her fly around and be that active and, and get hands on a lot of a lot of uh, balls there for us, that, that's really good. And we got to have that. Um, and so that that was probably our best first quarter that I've seen so far this this season. Um, and so we got to continue to build off that. And if we had that f- good first quarter, we saw the next three and how well we were able to perform the rest of the night. Um, you know, but yeah, super proud of her. Uh, you know, 29. I, honestly, I had no idea how many she had. I knew she, she was racking them up. Uh, but it, it wasn't all eyes on Clara. You know, I, I thought our girls did a great job of, of handling the basketball. We had a couple silly things here and there. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, I, I thought we did a much better job of sharing, not forcing things. We even threw it inside a couple times. You know, unfortunately, KJ, uh, we're still working, trying to get her to make a move to the basket. But, you know, getting it inside makes defenders have to turn and reposition their bodies. And then when we, we uh, did kick it back out, we were able to get a, get a, get a good catch and shoot. And so, uh, you know, we saw Claire get going with that. We saw uh, Peyton Eaton hit a couple. Lucy, she got going. And then Lakin uh, hit a couple for us last night, too. But uh, I, I thought the defensive end is where we got to get our work done. And, and that's, that's what really set the tone for us last night in that first quarter. 
Once you dissect the the uh, Pittsburgh game a little bit further, again, you know, obviously Clara getting 29, really a standout night. Well, we saw some of the potential of the younger sister Lucy last night, 16 in the game last night. She had four trays herself um, and, uh, you know, a couple of freshman mistakes along the way, <laughs> you know, uh, not making sure the person – Sees the pass coming, that, yeah. that type of thing. But yeah. uh, uh, but anyway, but we we saw the potential. She appears to be getting more and more comfortable with each time she gets on the floor. Yeah, and I mean, it's going to take a little time just because she's making that big jump from middle school to high school. Uh, you know, and we're not we're not bringing her up slowly with with playing with that freshman team. She's getting a couple JV quarters, but you know, we're, we're throwing loose to the fire, and so uh, we're pushing her. She's got the potential, and and you know that's why we are pushing her and and, and pushing her hard uh, is because of what she does bring to the table um you know there was a couple times last night uh she did make some silly mistakes and those are things that we're gonna have to go with also um but you know some things that we gotta understand with lucy on the floor is pittsburgh came out in a box and one and, and tried to face guard clara with Lucy on the floor, with the way that KJ and Kara see the floor, the way that Lakin, when she's on the floor, can shoot and Peyton, we have too many threats that, that good things can happen. And so, uh, you know, we call the timeout. We try to draw up a end of the quarter situation, and she tried to pass it off. Uh, you know, Lucy's got to understand, like, we're trying to set you up for the shot. Uh, and, and it's still young in the season, and, and she's still young, and, and those things are going to happen. Those mistakes are going to happen. But once again, the, some, the thing that we've been preaching to lose is effort and, and trying to get her to understand, okay, so you're going to make some mistakes, but you can't just stop playing. Uh, and so, um, you know, she's got to continue to battle through it. There was a couple of times she threw the, the ball away last night, uh, but she never quit playing on the defensive end. And, and that's a big thing. And there was a couple of times where uh, I thought the way that she, after she threw the, the, the ball away, the way she got back on defense and the way that she flew around and, and got a couple uh, touches for us really helped her and really helped us on the defensive end. So uh, super proud of her for that. But uh, she needs to, she needs to understand that she's on the floor. She can score. And whenever teams go to that, we can't become passive. She's got to continue to be aggressive and not think that the only way she's going to be able to, to catch and score is from uh, Clara or somebody else creating. She can create her own shot for sure. Well, and uh, it's obviously great to have the, the 29 and the, and the 16. Uh, got a lot of blanks in there. Are you still, you know, I assume at this point, you still want to develop more scores, obviously. You know, that's three to five points a night. Just have other contributions in there. Yeah, I think so. I, I think that's something that we are still capable of doing. Uh, you know, I, our inside game still isn't a threat, and I feel like we could. Uh, I know Katie Johnson is, is undersized going inside, but – as quick and, and as aggressive as she is, when we throw it inside, uh, she can make you know a, a quick first step, a dribble or two, and at least try to get to the rim and possibly get fouled. KJ is a pretty good free throw shooter, so if anything else, you know, uh, if she is able to finish through contact, you know, we get the end one. Well, there's three points right there, that, and that's an, an easy three points for us. And so she would be able to contribute in, in a, a really good way uh, in that form. And so those are things that we can continue to work on, and we're going to continue to work on. Uh, we've been splitting off in practice and doing some guard post work, uh, and we've been getting 
getting the uh, – we call it a pad, but it's like a a hand shield for football. Uh, We've been getting that out and kind of roughing them up a little bit, uh, letting the girls kind of go against each other and have some fun, not really playing with their hands but playing with the pad and uh, just finishing through contact and and that physicality that we do see on the inside. That way they are comfortable when they get the basketball in their hands on the inside and able to contribute in in a good way for us. You mentioned the box and one last night uh, against Claire. I'm going to assume that you anticipate seeing that quite a bit. Yeah, uh, I I think we will. And I, I'm starting to think too, Mike, that the way that Lucy's been shooting the ball, we're going to see a triangle in two as well, mm-hmm. uh, especially when she's on the floor. So we got to do a, a good job of being organized. Uh, you know, you can run multiple uh, sets to that that style of defense uh but i still feel like with the the people that we have on our team and the girls that we can put in a game that we have too many threats uh i know we've struggled from for uh for scoring and shooting from time to time but i still think that we are capable of those girls contributing and and taking care of the basketball and scoring whenever teams do go to a box and one or trying on two but uh, i'm glad they did uh those are things that we need practice at and you know, we, we don't do that in our program. And so it's always hard to try to do that in practice because uh, you don't know how everybody is going to try to guard it or what they're going to exactly do. And so uh, when teams do jump in that, uh, I, I knew it was going to happen, but our girls didn't get overwhelmed or, or caught off guard by it. Uh, Claire did a great job screening. She still got the basketball even while being face guarded. So that's a good job of her teammates getting her open. And we got to continue to work on that and be aware of that and value the basketball when they do go into a box and one or triangle and two. Went against Nevada back above 500 at three and two on the season. Now moving forward, two games coming up in the next week before we visit again next Wednesday. Let's uh, touch on those uh, in your final segments here and our final final moments here. And the first of those tomorrow night against Clinton, uh, against Lady Cardinals. A little disclaimer here at the time we're doing this interview, we've had no internet all morning here at the radio station, so wasn't able to do a whole lot of prep work prior to this interview. So, but uh, talk about the Lady Cardinals. We've seen them obviously in years past. So, what do you expect out of this year's group? Uh, the same thing we've seen the last few years. Uh, you know, they, they've graduated one girl out, uh, their best player, the the brown girl, uh, but they returned four starters. Um, and so, that's kind of seems like the, the thing that we've been running into is one girl leaves, but they return majority <laughs> of their players. And so, uh, you know when that happens and they've been in a system like they have uh, they get confidence and they get experience and so we're going to we're going to go to Clinton and we're going to battle against a very uh, experienced team uh, they do return one of their best point guards uh, number 22 uh, you know she's very quick she's put a lot of time into her game she's able to shoot the three ball now and, and shoot it with success and so we got to do a good job of knowing she's out on the floor and then uh, they're two post players 44 and 32 they return both of them uh, 44 is just a bulldog on the inside. Uh, very tough, very strong, uh, a very good softball player as well. So she brings that physicality down low. Uh, that's something that we've struggled with in, in the, the few games that we have played. And so, uh, you know, that's why we've kind of started mixing up with that one three one in our 2-3 zone is to try to pack the paint early uh, and not allow them to get rolling, but also not to get downhill against us and get those guards uh, in rhythm and, and confidence early. So, um, you know, they're good. They're, they're going to compete. Uh, they have a lot of speed with uh, the girls that they do return. And so we got to do a 
good job of, of meeting the, the pass so that way they don't pick it off and go the other way. Um, we got to do a good job of boxing out because those two girls on the inside are uh, bigger but also taller than us. Uh, we got to do a good job of boxing out and going up with two hands so that way if they do try to displace us, uh, you know, we get the foul against them and we don't give them second and third opportunities on the, on the offensive end. By the way, if you plan on going, keep in mind it's an earlier start uh, for uh, the Thursday night contest, JV at 5, which means varsity should be about 6.30 at Clinton. No uh, freshman game tomorrow at Clinton. <coughs> Pardon me, as you uh, now you move on into uh, Monday's action, I'll be on the road. Had Logan Rogersville to take on Lady Wolves uh, out of the Big 8 East. We've seen some real battles with Logan Rogersville over the years, uh, whether it be in basketball or volleyball. Uh, we've played some overall Big 8 Conference Championship games with them. Of course, this is their last year as a part of the Big 8 East. They'll be moving on to another direction next year, but uh, always anticipate a, a good battle when you go to Logan Rogersville. Yeah, I mean, once again, that's a team that's been young over the years, and, you know, they were young last year when they came uh, to our house, and, and, you know, they're going to return several of their players. Um, the Kibby girl, she had an older mm-hmm. sister. Uh, you know, she is now, I think, a junior or senior in the program. And looks just like her and plays just like <laughs> her. Very aggressive, very, very good basketball mm-hmm. player. Uh, they had the post player last year that was a sophomore. She's a junior this year. Uh, I think she finished in double figures last year, but she's she's a true I would say almost five ten five eleven maybe even six foot Micah. Um, you know she she was awkward last year just because of the growth spurt she she's went through. Uh, I I've just turned it on a little bit because they played Lebanon and I kind of wanted to see how they matched up, but haven't put a, a lot of stock into it. Um, but they, they want to go inside. They they know that they have uh, a lot of potential in her, and that's kind of their offense is is go inside first and then let the Kibby girl. Uh, get the ball and and do her job after they've established the inside game. So we got to do a good job early of maintaining contact, uh, but also not allowing that girl to get that deep block post position on us where all they have to do is turn around and shoot over the top of us because of this mismatch in the, the height. And so we got to do a, a good job early. We got to get our work done early and, and not allow them to get a deep post touch and allow them uh, to get rolling early and get, everybody else involved because we have to really pack the paint uh, due to the post play inside. That also has an earlier start, if I remember right. Again, I don't have my information in front of me with the lack of the internet today, but uh, uh, I think varsity's are around 6, 6.30? Yeah, it's, like so JV's going to begin at 5. five. Yep. So it's another five, uh, 5 o'clock deal with uh, uh, starting with uh, over at Logan Rogersville, so a little bit earlier start. Obviously, travel has a little bit to do with that, so mm-hmm. we get home a little bit earlier on Monday night. So a uh, couple of good ball games coming up, a uh, couple of good tests, and uh, I guess a little bit a better evaluation of your program going over the next week. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, even after we get done with this this road uh these road games that we have here um you know when we come home for three straight games those games are gonna be really good too uh you know we got carthage coming to town we got uh gerard coming to town so we got some good basketball i love the beginning of our schedule and how competitive it is and how well it's pushing us uh, in years past and going to push us this year and then hopefully you know down the line it's going to set us up for success uh later on in our season Yep, look forward to it. Again, uh, two games over the next week. Tomorrow night at Clinton and again Monday on uh, at Logan Rogersville. We'll talk about those broadcast plans on the last segment of the program. So, wish you the best of luck. Keep it rolling. We'll hopefully get win number three in a row tomorrow night and uh, look forward to it. Uh, ben will be with you at Clinton, so uh, I'll look forward to hearing good results. Sounds great. Thanks, Mike. We appreciate it. That is Blake Howarth, the Veda Lady Tiger Ray basketball coach. When we come back, it'll be the boys' turn. Tiger Ray coach Sean Gray joins us after this timeout on Tiger Talk. 